Thank you for joining our podcast. We hope that this message will both teach and encourage you. Here's today's message. Well, I'm so used to uh, leaving the podium at this time that it's kind of a funny feeling. Just just stay up there, Steve. Keep on talking. <laughs> so I guess this is the sermon. Let me get the, the notes up here. Hey, there it is. Okay, you got that that first uh, slide back there for me? That way people will know what I'm talking about here. Don't even have to say anything, really. I could just say, watch the screen. Yeah. Because right there, that tells you just about everything. I'm raised with Christ. What good news is that? Wow. You know, we may not be certain about the nature of the resurrection what we call the first resurrection, when when Jesus comes back, or when we bite the dust, we will experience the resurrection and get our new bodies. We don't know exactly what that's going to be like. We can speculate. We can thank God that there that it is a certainty. Nevertheless, here's what I want to talk about today. Not that event, but we can be certain that there is resurrection life now. And we can know something about that. Why? Because we know something about Jesus. We know that Jesus can and will and does impart his life to us through the indwelling spirit. He gives us the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's job, well, he's got several jobs. The main job is to impart Jesus to us, but secondly, to impart his life. We get to know about Jesus personally by the Holy Spirit. We get Jesus' personal life, resurrection life, by the Spirit. You know what, too? What had just happened? I think I just went to the end of my sermon. Yes, forget the introduction and all that. Okay, so here's what it is. I've been pondering. My wife says I ponder a lot. She'll say, what are you thinking about? I'm over there, you know, staring into space. She's trying to get my attention. I'm thinking. Yeah, that's my job. I think, I ponder. I think about sermons that I'm going to preach. I've been pondering the implications of resurrection life. Not the theological, but the application to our lives. I believe it makes a difference When we go to bed and we get up in the morning, that resurrection life makes a difference then. We don't usually associate it with, we just sort of leave it as, well, I know it's in the Bible. I know that's coming someday. Wait a minute. What if it's already here and we've been missing out on it? Most Christians understand that Jesus' death was their death. Okay. But do they also know that his resurrection was their resurrection and that it makes a difference in this life? The Bible tells us that very thing. Here's here's what I'm pondering. What kind of power hit that tomb where Jesus was that Sunday morning, that first Easter Sunday morning? What kind of power hit that tomb? It was powerful. I mean, the rocks shook. Angels were around. I'm sure there was even noises like 
thunder, earthquake, whatever. It was a powerful force that hit that tomb. Okay, so now think about this. That same powerful force also hit your life the day that Jesus was raised from the dead. Wait a minute. How could it hit my life 2,000 years ago? Well, hold on. Remember 2,000 years ago you died. Okay, okay, yeah, I get that. We died with Jesus on the cross. Well, the Bible says we also came out of him, uh, uh, out with him, out of the tomb. We came out with him. So he expects us to experience that powerful resurrection in our lives after we have died. Romans 6, 5. I think I've got that scripture up there. There we go. If we have been unified, I mean united, sorry, that's the word. If we have been united with him in his death, got that? Yeah, we got that. We shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. There you go. I don't even know if that needs any explanation. But you know, preachers, we've got to explain it further. Got to put it in our own words. Let's look at Romans 8.11. If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. Ooh, let's just stop right there. Does that spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwell in you? Certainly. Then he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies. Through him whose spirit dwells in you. There you go. The spirit wants to do his job, but we've got to let him do it by believing and receiving. Okay, one more step. Expecting. Expect it, claiming it, saying, thank you, Lord. You know, you just got up this morning. You've said, you know, thank you, Lord, for loving me, for saving me. But let's also thank him that we have resurrection life through the Holy Spirit. And it affects every aspect of our life and every relationship that we have here on earth. So, okay, we understand Jesus died, we died. But we don't understand as clearly that when he was raised, we were raised. See, we think we died in the past and our resurrection is in the future. Mm -hmm. There will be a resurrection in the future, but that's to get your glorified body. That's all. Before that, we have his resurrection life available to us 24-7. So here's a question. So how does the resurrection life affect my everyday life? I contend that is transformational in every aspect of our being in life now. I know with <clears throat> at home, Becky and I expect that resurrection life <clears throat> in our relationship. <clears throat> Excuse me, for instance... Becky and I have a great marriage, but I will confess to you that we have some differences of opinion from time to time. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we argue. Sometimes we misunderstand each other. 
that's going to happen whether you've got resurrection life or not. But here's what we can do about it. We can pray and come together even before there's a misunderstanding, before there's a disagreement, before there's a difference of opinion to say, Lord, all of that is down here. This is on a very low level. Above that is the joy of the Lord. Above that is peace. Above that is joy. Above that is understanding and forgiveness, reconciliation. All of that is for marriages. It starts in the home. How is it going to reach out if we don't have it in the home? So we've got to learn how to deal with that. So Becky and I start early in the morning and say, no matter what happens today, we're going to relate to each other as new creatures in Christ. And if we see a manifestation of that old creature, which happens from time to time by insisting on your own way, getting your feelings hurt, being offended, all those things. If that happens from time to time, we recognize it and we call it what it is. Mm -hmm. Old creature relationships. Hey, isn't that dead? Didn't didn't Jesus declare that dead? Okay, we're declaring it dead and we're going to stop right now and start relating to each other as new creatures in Christ and let that resurrection life be manifest in our home. You know what? It turns the situation around. It really does. We practiced instant forgiveness. Uh, yesterday I said something, and I think it came out a little harsh. It usually doesn't sound that way to us, but five seconds later I realized it was harsh. And before Becky even said anything, I don't even know if she picked up on it. I don't think she got her feelings hurt, but she could have. So five seconds later, I said, hold it. That sounded harsh. I'm sorry about that. There you go. We just went right on, full of joy, full of peace. That's the way. I wish it worked like that every time. I'm telling you the good, the way things turned out well. But they're turning out better all the time because we realize that we're not old creatures anymore. We're new creatures in Christ. Okay, Uh, preachers, sometimes we've got to say this several times. I am not resurrected in the future, except my body will be. Okay, I was raised from the dead 2,000 years ago. And here's the thing. The gospel is not that you're dead. That's the bad news. Sometimes we go out preaching the bad news to people and expect them to fall on their knees and repent. Why? Because they're dead? That's not very good news. Oh, wait a minute. There's a resurrection. You get a new life in Christ. Oh, oh, I never heard that. Yeah, let's give them the good news. The good news is you are alive forevermore and joint heirs with Christ right now. Experiencing God's favor and God's blessings every moment of the day. Who doesn't want that? Well, listen, folks. People out there may not want your religion. They might not even want your church. But they are interested in your life. The reason to put away, as it says in... um, I think Colossians. The reason to put away wrath, malice, anger, lying, and such is because that's the old dead self. Yeah, that needs to drop off. 
That's what connects you to Adam. That's why you drop it off. Then we experience the life of Christ. We get his life, a life surrendered to God. So I know often in my sermons, I always tell people, go look in the mirror, point to yourself and say, (laughs) but I do that to myself. It really helps. So try it. Look in the mirror and tell yourself you're breaking your connection with Adam and the way he thinks. I'm breaking it right now. Yeah. Not going to be negative today. Not going to insist on my own way. There's nothing you need or want from him. He's in the past. I am presently a new creature in Christ. So now you have a new identity. You've got the mind of Christ available to you. You have the ability of Christ. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You've got his ability. You've got love. You've got joy. You've got peace. Folks, I wouldn't want this religion if that didn't come along with it. Wow, but that's what makes life exciting. That makes life worthwhile. Love, joy, peace. How about freedom? So great to be free. Yeah. And how about powerful prayers? Yeah, God listens in to his saints. God listens in to those that know him and that he knows them. And you have a relationship. It's just kind of like parents. You you could be a parent and love everybody, all the kids on your block, but guess who you listen to and you give special attention to? And if they are down the street and you hear them cry, help, you understand. That's your child. I'm going to go help them. I'm going to, my ear is tuned to my children. That's the way God is with, with those of us that are his children. Resurrection, life means you have access. Somebody's going to, somebody's going to like this. It means you have access to everything Jesus had access to while on earth. Let that soak in a minute. You have access to everything Jesus had access to while on earth. Favor, anointing, blessing, back up. Of course you do. Why? You're like him in his resurrection. You get his life. Jesus' status with the Father is your status with the Father. Whatever God thinks about Jesus That's what he thinks about you. Oh, well, now that's different. Jesus was perfect. I'm not. Hold on a second. God looks at you through Jesus, so he considers you as perfect as Jesus. He said, well, I'm not. Don't argue with God. (laughs) If he says you're perfect, you're perfect. If he says you're complete, you're complete. So take his viewpoint of you, not your own viewpoint. So want peace, love, harmony, good stuff, blessings, favor all the time. This is your resurrection life. Not at church on Sunday. I mean, that's fine. It works there too. But what about the rest of the time? That's where he wants it to work. 
Ephesians 4.32 says, Be ye kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another. Do you know that's not for church? Secondarily, it's for church. Number one, it's for the home. So how will that work out the rest of the day if you say, Honey, come over here. I've got something to tell you. Today, all day long, I'm going to be kind, tender-hearted, and forgiving you just the way Christ forgave me. Wow. You're going to have a great day. I can tell you that already. So each day is not about what I want, but about what Jesus wants. He has the kind of life you need. He actually, the Holy Spirit in you can make better decisions than you can make. So why not yield to them? Don't act like your father, Adam, who made the wrong decision. Trusted his ideas over God's idea. His wisdom over God's wisdom. His direction over God's direction. How different would each day be if we asked, Jesus, what do you want today? And will you supply the power to do it? I can hear Jesus' answer already. Yes, certainly. So, self, here is your daily reminder. You're dead. Christ now lives in me where Adam used to with all of his qualities of character, attitude, direction, and power. Self, today I will walk out my new life since I am recreated in the image of Jesus himself. Therefore, I'm going to walk in love, forgiveness, mercy, because of the new life I have in Christ. And that's not just God's will for your life because God wants us to do that. It is fulfilling. It's fulfilling like no other life you could have. You know, early believers were called Christians. Early, didn't start right away, but in the book of Acts, it talks about the first time they were called Christians. Christians means a little bit more than just a follower of Christ or a believer in Christ. Literally, Christian meant in Christed one. These Christians were full of Christ, so they were called Christians. Okay, talk about pondering. Here's another thing I pondered. How will you talk in heaven? How will your conversation go in heaven? Okay, I can kind of picture that. We'll talk that way now. You have already been raised from the dead. So today, I'm going to speak in a new tongue. You might say, are you saying just go around all day speaking in tongues? Wait a minute. There's three kinds of tongues in the Bible. There's new, other, and unknown. I believe the new tongue is a new way of talking and relating, a new kind of speech that is encouraging building up. So I have that new tongue. Might as well use it. It means I'm an active participant in the kingdom of God today. 
So that's my new creature talking. It speaks faith, hope, and love. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, If you are in Christ, you are a new creature. I had a Christian friend of mine tell me one time, said, well, I'm trying to be. Did it say try to be a new a new creature? No. It said you are. That's how God looks at it. The old has passed away, dead and buried. I added that, dead and buried. Dead and buried. And the new has come. All this is from God. It's not from you trying. All this is from God. And then Colossians 3. If you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above Okay, so think of it not so much above meaning, think about heaven. Think about it above meaning there's life up here and there's life down here. Which do you want? Well, let's think about this kind of life. Let's start moving from life down here to life up there. That's how I take seek the things that are above. Where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Hey, wow. I'm on the closing prayer already. I was just getting warmed up to. All right. See if you've got that closing prayer. I like to put it up here because you can read it and also pray it for yourself. It has an extra power than the preacher praying over you or to you. Let's go ahead and and you pray it along with me. God, I realize that I have more available to me as a new creature in Christ than I could ever imagine. I have more than a little power. I have resurrection power that impacts every part of my life. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Thank you, praise team. They're back there. They're here. I don't know if you saw them on TV, but they're here, and we thank you very much. And thank you for watching too. And not just watching, we hope you also worshipped and participated in every way. So thank you for tuning in. And we'll be back next week. And in the meantime, God's richest blessings, grace, peace, love, presence be with you. And uh, we're going to be lifting you up in prayer. By the way, we didn't give an update on, on Brian and Cindy if you're wondering you sometimes you see you don't see Brian up here, but you do see Cindy. But uh, Brian uh, Brian has been infected and uh, is at home, and I hope he's doing better. If you're watching Brian, we're praying for you. And Cindy, we don't. I think she's fine. I think she's kind of maybe taking care of Brian and and all. But uh, so we're going to keep up with them and see how they're doing. But be praying for them as well. So God bless y'all for watching, and until we see you again. God bless.